0: I'm ready. Let's do this. Okay, we're doing it. Are we doing it now? Yes. Okay. Yes. How about now? Tonight on Rogue Padron. Ah, she did it. <laughs> we're doing it now. <laughs> Corn a pilot. Spoiler alert for the Thrawn trilogy, which I do not feel bad about spoiling you about if you haven't read it. Innuendos and fancy parties. Prince, Admiral, Emperor. Corsic officers were not trained in flirting. And the return of the Rogue romances. Yeah. oh my god there are so many bullet points <laughs> we have Chewy, six we're home chapters to go through tonight
1: Michael Stackpole <laughs>
0: this is Rogue Leader all wings are part in Rogue 6 standing by
2: Rogue 7 standing by
3: Rogue 3 standing by
1: Chapter one, Corin Horn, got in his X-wing. <laughs> chapter two, <laughs> pew pew.
0: No, that's all. You're chapter not. One.
1: All yeah, right. I'm making a joke about how his chapters are really short.
0: What's up, listeners? <laughs> We're back. <laughs> Yay! We are welcome whole to <laughs> welcome to season eight, mission one of Rogue Padron. Season Tonight eight. Going... Yeah, oh, season eight.
1: Man, we've made it past. Wow. Um, Oh, what's a good show that only had seven seasons? This is generally Firefly? when... We made it past Firefly. Firefly. We,
0: we passed Firefly
1: years ago. <laughs> the Clone
3: it's Wars. Always... We passed the Clone Wars.
1: Oh. This Ooh.
3: is generally when TV shows just start sucking. So, well, we... <laughs> sorry everybody.
1: TV shows start sucking <laughs> yes, up like because we're more, just going sorry. to start sucking now. <laughs> 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 if you thought all that other stuff was sucking, just you Wait.
0: Let's, we got to go first. Let's stop talking about sucking and <laughs> tonight we are doing chapters 1 through 6 of X-Wing Ice Star's Revenge.
1: Wait, so I thought you said back. we were going to stop talking about sucking.
0: Oh my gosh. So oh. <laughs> oh, the tattoos make you shady. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I was all referencing right. how Korn and Mirak spend a lot of time sucking face. That's
0: all. They sure do. They sure do. But cool. before that, a reminder of your hosts, in case for whatever reason, this is unfortunately your first episode of Rogue Quadrant. <laughs> Bye. That <laughs> <It> is unfortunate. <laughs> nice to meet you. We have Seth, Rogue Seven. And if she was something from the Last Jedi trailer, sorry, you're going to get, you're going to find out what happens in the trailer. She would be the crystal wolf who looks like it's completely done with all of these fools.
2: Yes, Yes, I want to be the salty
0: dog. The salty
1: dog. No, it's a raised Patronus.
0: We can call it that. (laughs) Perfect. Danny, Rogue Six, is the screaming Porg, angry that he's an endangered species.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to make the sound.
0: (laughs) You should, though. You should. Hey, see you're alive? Are you watching baseball?
2: I'm alive. I'm here. Watching baseball.
0: Well, speaking uh, of I, Heathrow Three, I'm Cray. also doing that. Yes, that's me. He would be Flight Officer Zuvio, the newest member of Black Squadron. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs>
0: yes. You you can't tell me that he's not in one of those like oh ships, my okay?
3: Please.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, it's and gonna I... be there's gonna be a new pilot, and it's gonna be the same species and they're oh not going to name it, and then you're going to find out in the visual dictionary that it's like Bob.
0: Guvio or something. <laughs> groovio.
1: Oh, <laughs> no! Light no. officer Groovio.
3: <laughs> that's that's what the Twitter Zuvio account always says. Zuvio is Groovio. <laughs> oh,
2: no, that's what it says out loud.
3: Yeah, the Twitter <laughs> was, Zuvio like, account is it? definitely not run by Heath. Wait, how? What, what did you think it was?
2: No, I would just, like, read it, and then I didn't, like, say it out loud. So I was like, Zuvio is what? And now you said it out loud, it makes so much sense Yeah (laughs) (laughs) It makes a lot more sense
0: Oh my gosh Bless you (laughs) It's the same letters Sounds are (laughs) different in New Zealand Heath
2: (laughs) They are Our use is different Between two different words That look the same
3: (laughs) (laughs) Okay Yes Let's continue with our introduction. Right, I, I still never... have a lot of questions, but I'll hold them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm Meg, Rogue Leader, and I'm Finn, looking like he's gonna throw up, but also kick some booty. Yeah, you. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yes. And
0: well, then probably throw up again after he kicks someone's booty.
2: <laughs> I love him so much. It's just a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> well, speaking of
1: the Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi trailer, I have a question about Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. <laughs> Did you see the Star Wars? Episode eight, the Last Jedi's trailer.
2: <laughs> I yeah. Saw it. yeah, I did. <laughs> Surprisingly,
3: I saw it once or twice or twenty-five times.
0: You know, I've only yeah. seen it twice so far. Did you play backwards and then slow it down and then? Set to <laughs> the dark side of the moon. Oh, and fast post- mode? <laughs> did you take pictures of your with your phone of the trailer? <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait.
2: <laughs> yes, Danny. So
1: what did we think
2: um there wasn't bb9e so what was the point there weren't like any droids it was r R2.
0: R2 two BB-8 R2. R2.
2: yeah bb8's in there because bb9e reacted not great to it when i watched the trailer with her what if ray's patronus
1: is actually a droid
2: i could dig that what i don't if know if that's how many
1: droid snow wolf. Rey
3: isn't human
2: ray isn't human is that your new theory <laughs>
1: no i don't i don't want to be responsible for that theory
2: (laughs) what if if (laughs) ray is
1: just the friends we made along the way
2: oh my god oh Oh my god (laughs) the real ray was in our hearts all along exactly
3: okay my real (laughs) thoughts on the trailer are it feels very interesting and i'm intrigued i think they're like going in some really bold directions plot wise that a lot of people probably wouldn't have predicted they would take. And I think for me personally, it could either like be a really great movie that I love, or I could end up in a place where I like really don't care what happens in episode nine.
2: Interesting. I think that I'm really excited to see the actual movie and then see what the trailer was telling us compared to what the actual movie shows. Cause it looks like it has a lot of red herrings in it
0: mm-hmm. that, or
2: they want us to think they're red herrings so that they can actually do them in the movie and throw yeah. us off there. Um, I know what to trust with this movie but i think no matter what happens if it looks really pretty and like ray and finn don't die i'm probably gonna love it because i have low standards for movies especially star wars movies
3: and i think my enjoyment of the movie is totally dependent on how many red herrings there were here
2: yeah yeah wait so like more red herrings will be better
0: yeah if it yeah if, if the things that i saw in the trailer were not correct I will be happier. Yes.
2: Yeah, I have a feeling that's what's going to be. I mean, people are already picking it apart and being like, look, when the hand goes out to Rey, it's obviously not Kylo's shirt or whatever, so who knows what's going to happen in this actual movie. Yeah. Because also, beforehand, Ryan Johnson was being like, don't watch the trailer, don't spoil yourself for the movie, it's going to be great not watching the trailer. And afterwards, he was like, no, no, I take it back, watch the trailer. I think that's a sign that the trailer doesn't actually give away that much.
1: But surely he'd seen the trailer before.
2: I don't think so. Well, I mean, yeah, but... Like after it was launched, I think, he was like, Maybe this would be fine. Maybe he saw everyone's theories. Yeah. After it came <laughs> He's out. Like, Actually, you're he all was wrong. like, Oh, they're way off. Oh don't know. Hope, no.
1: I hope they're one so day wrong. a Star Wars trailer just literally shows us exactly what's gonna happen because at that point Star Wars fans will be like, It's all None red herring, and they'll it. go to the movie. <laughs> <be>. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's great. Well,
3: I saw someone say something interesting that was like, It may not be Kylo literally reaching out to Ray, but that doesn't mean that the possibility of Ray and Kylo teaming up in the movie won't be raised. Like right,
0: so I and I'm okay with that.
3: Yeah, I my, absolutely. I don't want a up. scene where Kylo's reaching his hand out to Ray. Like that is weird.
0: Yeah. Me. So my my interpretation of this is that what she says when she says "I need to know my place" in all of this, I think she says that to Luke. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: definitely. And open Luke Olfin, I think.
0: Right, she says that to someone definitely not. Kylo Um, I think her and Milo could team up at some point (laughs) I'm not against it but Ray will do so begrudgingly because it's like the only choice she has because she hates this dude she hates him and I don't think that anything she learns regardless of how her relationship ends up with Luke will make her change her mind about him I mean, yeah, he did kill like literally her only father figure like, in front right, of and, her. like, like he <laughs> <laughs> almost killed Finn, and he was destroying these planets and just generally being really terrible. Yeah, and so like even if in the end Ray and him have to work together, it's not going to be because she trusts him to lead her, yeah. um, or because she thinks that she can learn from him.
2: Yeah, she right? already turned him down for that in the first. place. I mean, yeah. she's already
0: proved that she is superior in skill yeah so yeah, i think one of,
2: the, one of the last things she said to him
3: was you're a monster like it's yeah, kind like, hard to come yeah. back to
0: be like yeah teach
2: me the ways of the force ben like it's not and also happen. kiss me like none of that's happening yeah, um no. also, oh, oh, hell no. <laughs> no. i think like the theories that ray is gonna like go more gray or like even dark side-ish i'm like that doesn't no. align with her character at no. all unless there's some really big shift early on in this movie like i cannot see that happening at all I mean, if there is a really big shift that makes it make sense, I'm okay with that, because I like when things throw shit in like that, but um, I don't see it happening, so I kind of am iffy on those theories, as much as I would find it fun, like, to read in fanfiction or something, I don't think it'll be in Star Wars itself.
3: I am interested to see how Rey ends up being tortured in front of Snoke, and I think Kylo might play a role there.
2: Yeah.
3: Yep, agreed. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, I didn't we don't. Somewhat... We don't have
3: to turn this into a whole trailer dissection
2: episode. There's one theory. There's one theory I That's saw, next which was Far Far Away Radio. <laughs> no, wait. Let me. I want. Yes. One go, theory. go go go. Okay. No, I don't want to anymore. No, I'm kidding. Um. <laughs> there's one theory I saw that was like Finn and Kylo team up to like get Rey from Snoke. Um. For like whatever reason, like Kylo doesn't want Rey to get past him, and Finn wants Rey back or something. And I'm like, I could dig that because they mm. would be so snarky at each other.
3: So maybe Kylo is holding out his hand
0: to Finn.
2: Yeah, maybe. I wouldn't be against that myself.
0: No. I'm very against it. But <laughs> so I mean like, everybody knows my feelings things. about Milo Ron. I hope he gets his face cut off. And that's... I want them to like team up and then
2: him to not be their friend and then die later on. Like cool. <laughs> just okay, for that I one short that. period. So they can have that really good, like, villain good guy snark that both okay. of them would have. Yeah. All right um Sorry. i i don't want him redeemed me it's okay
1: i just want to also make sure that we're not losing sight of the fact that the little pork made a sound
2: it did oh it God. was pretty cute
3: yeah that porg was awesome yeah
2: Is it the one that chewy eats do you think yeah <laughs> it's a boat snack, <laughs> I I stop
3: this one thing <laughs> i was thinking was like i think that obviously that pork and ch- chewy we see in another promo shot we've seen where everything is like red like what are they approaching in the falcon that is so red I that's know. what i thought when like I saw that. an ad
1: for the last jedi possibly <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my gosh well <laughs> are there any any other thoughts I I, I came can, away. I have a lot, but we can move on. Like right. Yeah. Tune in like, to overall, Far Far Away Radio I,
1: next week for a full dissection from the crew. Yeah.
0: Overall, I came away not feeling like I knew anything about the movie and just kind of angry. So,
2: that's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Yep, totally fair.
0: Yep, great. Well, let's talk about something that makes me angry in a different way. <laughs> okay. So. Ice Revenge starts off with our favorite pilot. Time jump. Wedge well, Antilles, no. Um, so it starts off with <laughs> Corin and the rogues being pulled out of hyperspace early on the way to the Billbringy shipyards. Thrawn did not take whatever bait they figured, and he had figured out their next target. I'm sorry, who now? Grand Admiral Thrawn. Um, so I don't the problem maybe. with yeah, this book is that. That is not is Warlord Gabor. It, it assumes that you are also reading the rest of the EU. <laughs>
2: mm, I yeah. sure am not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you have read things in a chronological order. <laughs> Having read the
1: Thrawn trilogy, I do appreciate that this like is a scene from the end of the last book yes. from their perspective. Yes. Like yeah. I read it, but it was cool. a long like, time story, ago. So story I was grouping very that they're doing pre-story group. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. So um, basically. The New Republic forces are set up in a cone so they can just, like, power through any obstacle. But Thrawn's forces are set up in a bowl to receive them. And I don't know why this was important, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, then comes, like, seven pages of space battle. <laughs> yep. Um, which can be summed up into I miss You Oral. Um, and Corrin is, like, continuously still ready to die at all times. Like, just super pessimistic. Like, we're all going to die here, but at least we'll do our part. And it's like, bro, calm down. Imagine Very being different. married to that. Right. You'd be like,
2: okay, I'm heading off to work. I'm probably going to die. I'll see you later. <laughs> Love
0: you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, the rogues form up to take out the Golan Two defense platform. And Corin leads three flight and two flight to take down the shields. Once they're down, two light cruisers come in and basically melt it so it shuts down. As the rogues prepare to go through to hit the shipyards themselves, Thrawn's forces are in full retreat. No one knows what the heck is going on, and Wedge tells the rogues that Akbar is recalling them to Home 1, where they still will probably not get any answers. And that was the first chapter. <laughs> so many things happened. So not basically,
1: really. the Thrawn trilogy was the Basically, the Thrawn
0: trilogy happened. Um, there is a podcast you can listen to if you don't want to read the book.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I did when I, when I got this book, i if
3: you want to read the books and have some commentary with them.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: I, I, my legends books are in chronological order cause I'm kind of a nerd. Mm. And I realized that I, when I started reading this one, I realized I had it in the wrong spot. I didn't realize we were jumping past the throne trilogy here. So. Oh yeah. That was a good tweet, Danny. This is it's fun. It was- it's the. The latest I've read into the Legends timeline now, officially. Ooh, no what idea a good hyperspace holds, Except that Luke gets married to Mara, has a kid. Han and, Solo, Han and Leia also have two kids. One of them goes to the Shui dark side, kills Mara, and Chewie gets drawn by a moon.
2: Yeah, I three, remember the Chewie getting crushed by a moon thing, because that still astounds me.
3: Wait, they have three now. kids?
2: Yeah. Oh, good for them. Oh, yeah, they have, like, little... <laughs> Anakin They have twins something? and then yeah, yes, they
3: have twins Anakin. and then another one. Oh, okay.
2: Doesn't Anakin like go evil? No. Or which makes it?
3: no. No, no. Uh, the other Jason. one
0: Jason. I'll never Jaykin forget. Evil.
3: Meg, I don't know if you had joined Far at this point yet, but at some point early on in Far, Far Away Radio's existence, they did like an intro to the EU episode.
0: Oh, I definitely was not there for that.
3: <laughs> okay, and kind of just like did an overview of like the big plot points, and it was like so helpful to me as someone who had never read any of the books so um, if you like me have never read legends outside of what we've read here obviously like go track down that episode it will help you out
0: it is one of the first seven episodes of far Away radio <laughs> yes. I joined, it was exactly very early
3: it was very early
0: <laughs> okay well in chapter two wedge falls asleep outside akbar's office that's it um. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. whole chapter I just wanted to make sure everybody knew um, Admiral Akbar is back and as much as much as there's other things to do with Stackpole's writing, he just fills oh in god. the puns with Admiral <laughs>
1: Akbar. it's like Akbar's first time he opens his mouth in this like, book yes, and I'm just like oh my god says, Stackpole is back
0: it's like the tide of data washed away my time
1: Stackpole is back pull
0: damn it you beat me to
1: it
0: <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Akbar tells Wedge that the rogues can paint a Golan on their X-Wings, which is pretty cool. Akbar explains basically what happens at the end of the last command. <laughs> so go read that book. Um, <laughs> Yay. Thrawn is presumed dead at this point. And it's cute that Akbar just refers to them as Luke and Leia and like no kind of formality. <laughs>
1: Like, everybody knows
0: who they are. You know, those twins
1: that have saved the galaxy like 13 times now.
0: But he's like, yeah, but they're still troublemakers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, the Skywalkers. Yes, we know.
0: Wedge allows himself to think about the war actually being over, a luxury he's never afforded himself before. Um, And this, Saf would like to point out, that Wedge thinks about all the people who have died in the squadron. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, he thinks about really important people like Ton and Jasmine and apparently Cast and Dawn and Pesh, <laughs> who, like, who <laughs> even remembers Pesh? Like, his death was literally, he got turbo lasered and then was never spoken of again. I don't, like, I still, I forget Pesh exists he was so like much. Too. <laughs> uh, but Wedge and all of his good memory forgets lujane forge
1: forget- and andorny
0: forget Anne and andorny and, I, and
1: I hate to say it but wedge remembers all the dudes including Peshk, but he forgets <laughs> both lujane and Andorney. And so yep. Yep. wedge buddy yep.
2: Yep. i'm just how dare he <laughs> like <laughs> he only had problems with <laughs> cast and dawn he was like the worst Captain
0: worst.
2: He was the worst, and then he forgets Lou Jane, who he said himself was the heart of the squadron <laughs> back in the first book.
1: The heart like, or the heart?
2: The heart. Oh the heart. The, oh, the heart in my mind. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I am still I read that. I read that like three times just to make sure I didn't actually miss her name. And then I was like, I can't believe
0: this. So mad. So offended. So mad. Oh my gosh. At first. I was like, maybe that means she's not really dead, Seth. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I, he knows a secret. She's hanging out Wedge with Zombie Icehard. Yeah. Wait, we're not there yet. We're oh, sorry. Yet.
1: <laughs> Spoilers.
0: <laughs> Spoilers we're for out. twenty
1: minutes from now in this podcast.
0: <laughs> uh, Wedge goes on to like talk about because he's talk He's you know shooting shooting the current stuff with Akbar and um, Wedge says that he wouldn't know what to do with himself. If and when he retires from fleet command, and he mentions like maybe he'll write his memoirs, get an education, <laughs> and uh, he says he wants to become an architect and build and repair, while Akbar, of course, suggests finding a mate and raising a school of children. <laughs> I gotta say
1: yes, raising a school. I agree of children, that Wed should go into education.
2: <laughs> yeah, it means something else when you're saying it to a human. <laughs> <laughs> Akbar, Akbar meant what he said. All right. <laughs> oh my God.
0: Oh, Akbar. He wants a whole generation of little Antilles babies. He's got them. He's got the rights. I mean, like, oh jeez. they are that's
1: a Really good point.
0: No, they're taken away from him. They're the elder Krakens now. Yeah, that's true. Oh. He does he only gets like weekend visits, so he's like fun commander. Oh. <laughs> he's the
2: fun dad. Wedge he's got the, the short
0: dad.
1: end of the stick in the divorce. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh no. <laughs> For babies. I mean, maybe Akbar does think that he can just like fertilize some eggs and then suddenly they're kids.
1: (laughs) Don't know. Has anyone ever explained human reproductive physiology to Akbar
2: before?
0: I mean, it might not not have come up in war. Right. Why would he need
2: to know? (laughs) He's been busy. (laughs) It's not like Witch probably doesn't know how
0: Monk Alamari actually might. I mean, I'm sure he might, Wing Wonk, but um, (laughs) (laughs) wink,
1: Wonk. He's done his research. (laughs)
0: anyway Um, more importantly uh,
1: we're going to talk about interspecies intercourse later on in this episode
0: (laughs) more spoiler alerts we will (laughs) this is the first time it comes up akbar implores wedge to take his promotion to general already rather than being in wedge's own interests it's really where Oh, that's really poorly written, Meg. Um, <laughs> even though, like, Wedge obviously deserves the generalship, which is shown by, like, him taking down Typhara and Warlord Gabor, the rogues have been refusing their own promotions because of Wedge. That's Akbar really points cute. Out,
3: that broke my heart a little bit. You
0: know, Ekbar yeah. points <laughs> out that, like, Tycho should be a colonel, Wiz and Hobby should be majors, Gavin, Asir, and Corrin should at least be captains, and nobody in Rogue Squadron should ever be a flight officer.
2: And And he says that he wants a whole bunch more <laughs> we gentiles around, like a bunch of kids. They're going to be the exact same
0: as this. I know. But <laughs> so much trouble. Wedge <laughs> feels so bad about this because he never wants his people to not get the recognition they deserve. So when M- when Akbar reveals that Mtray has made all of the reports already, and all Wedge does needs to do is add his comments as General Antilles before all of the promotions are taken care of, Wedge agrees and tells Akbar to fess up and tell him what else is going on. He wouldn't have insisted Wedge be a general unless he'll need Wedge to pull rank. Akbar agrees and points out this is exactly why he's right for the position. Now that the big players of the empire are taken care of, they need to actually liberate the systems that are under the power of like straggling warlords and admirals and all these other self proclaimed empire leader dudes. Because they're all dudes. And their target, their first target is going to be Warlord Admiral Delek Krennel, who now rules over the Seutric hegemony.
3: Yep. <laughs> Some yes. Words. That's exactly how I said it in my head.
2: I'm not going to lie. I said his name in a French accent in my head when I was reading it.
3: I'm not going to lie. Oh. I didn't try to say it in my
0: head. <laughs> I mean, his name is the his name is the easiest part. It's yeah. the see you trick that throws me off.
2: Yeah, it's not a great <laughs> word. It's, it's so close to being citric, and I really wish it was.
0: It well, it is now. <laughs> Good. What there is a hegemony? Go.
1: That's like a that's type of government, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think in this they mean a cor- consortium of worlds.
1: Okay, so like uh, lemon world and orange
0: world and lime world. Yeah, key lime world, Meyer lemon world. Oh
1: yeah, key lime.
0: Grapefruit world, but both ruby version. Into and all of these <laughs> worlds you're mentioning. I think
2: I, just, I think it might mean like that the one planet kind of rolls over all the other planets, and they're all just kind of one blick of planets. That was not a real word. <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> They're one what of
0: planets? You <laughs> know, was a it, blick. <laughs> a blick of
2: planets.
1: A blick of citrus planets.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I know English. Keep going. Keep going. Mm. Jesus. Uh, it's fine. Keep going. Mm.
0: <laughs> Obviously, the blood orange reigns over all of them. Yes. Obviously. <laughs> Obviously.
1: The empire reigns blood orange. <laughs>
0: wedge points out that they'll need to do this just right. Too much force, they'll be as nasty as the Empire. Not enough, then they'll be defeated as seen as weak. If they do it properly, they'll do their job and hopefully inspire some of the other remaining moths, warlords, or animals to negotiate peacefully. And that is the sudden end of chapter two.
1: (laughs) Which means it's time for the sudden beginning of chapter three.
0: Oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> All right.
0: I was who was who? I think
1: uh, yeah, I don't remember either.
3: I
0: think I was Mirax. Yeah. And Saf was Corin.
2: Because Saf had yeah, like bro, Corin voice. Bro, yeah. 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 I was like a bro.
1: Are you ready? Wait,
3: yes, I'm Mirax. No, no, I'm Mirax. You're Mirax. Danny, are you narrating? Uh do you want to do this one? Are you worried about me slurring a bunch because I'm drunk? Okay, fine. I'll do it. <laughs> wow. Now I am. To do what you <laughs> Cause, want, Because I'm a little worried about
1: that. <laughs> You're all worried about that, Heath? <laughs> Corrin Horn, a pilot, hit the canopy release on his X-Wing and freed himself of the restraining harness before, even before Whistler completed the fighter's shutdown procedure. The pilot pulled off his helmet and set it on the space fighter's nose, then clambered out of the cockpit and jumped down to the hangar deck. He came up from his crouch quickly and turned toward Whistler. The droid was piping shrilly.
2: I know you want down. I'll find a tech to do that.
1: Oh, <laughs> Corrin went through puberty since... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't remember what his voice is to sound like. <laughs> a lot of things happened in space, Danny.
0: It's been a while. <laughs> My, you've grown. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> his astromex dropped, if you know what I'm saying.
2: He turned oh, no. towards... The- <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: oh, He turned toward the flight operations center and raised a hand to signal for a tech, but a woman slipped her fingers through his, then bumped him bodily back a step beneath the X-Wing. She covered his mouth with hers. Is that how <laughs> kissing works? I guess. And Corin unfolded yes, her is. in a fierce hug. He clung tightly to her, drinking in the spicy scent of her hair and perfume as they kissed. Eventually, reluctantly... He freed his mouth from hers and looked up into her <laughs> smoldering brown eyes.
2: Damn, I have missed you so much, Merrick.
0: I. She
1: kissed him again.
0: You're here, I'm here. The mission, the missing part is over, my love.
1: Corn reached a hand up and stroked her cheek, brushing away a single tear.
0: <laughs> of happiness, I hope.
1: Literally every freaking trope is in this. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this <laughs> is so
0: good. <laughs> Very much so.
1: She pulled her face back a couple of centimeters and
2: arched a black eyebrow at him.
0: No tears of joy from you?
2: He shrugged. You'd have a flood, but it's bad for the pilot image, you know?
1: Whistler's harsh blatting from above then stole any need for Merex to reply. She jerked a thumb in the droid's
0: direction. He's right. You pilots take this image thing much too seriously.
1: Merex flicked a finger up under his chin.
0: Then again, guys who weep have never done much for me
2: you love me for my stoic attitude then no dear it's the lightsaber mm-hmm. oh
1: double un- mm. <laughs> she swung around <laughs> on his left slipping her right arm around
2: his waist
0: do you need to report for debriefing or can i steal you away corin frowned i
2: think we covered everything on the trip back from phil bringy so you want to just go home and fall into bed
1: he shook his head as they threaded their way through the chaos the squadron's return had created.
2: Oh, I got plenty of wreck time on home one during the trip. Corin!
0: <laughs> Not the question I asked, husband. Corin Horn, a pilot, blinked.
2: Why guy blink. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
3: <laughs> the gift. <laughs> oh that's exactly he, what's he, happening like here yeah.
2: yeah the
3: one of me the one of me yeah
2: the one of me <laughs> i guess i have been away too long
1: let's stop there
2: yeah <laughs> i think we got the idea we don't need we don't need Wedge to get involved in this, no, we we don't need wedge in wedge. this conversation but can we, we
3: should... talk about the part where wedge was talking about like corin dying and wedge coming back to her with it and i was like Wedge, that's like your thing. Like (laughs) you you do that. Wedge, you would be in the zone.
0: (laughs) He's just waiting.
3: Oh dear. Talk about like how oh it would be so awful if I had to like bring you news of your husband dying. I
2: was like, Wedge, you would love that. (laughs) Finally (laughs) get another chance at a woman. That's that's your shtick.
0: Wow, that's terrible.
2: Well,
1: I also want to point out that Meg in the show notes wrote "Mirax comes to greet Corrin with her mouth," which is just a really yep. good summary of what we read, That's basically what happened.
0: Yep, yep, it was something. And- the next sentence after that is she keeps trying to be seductive, but he keeps missing the point.
1: Also, a good summary.
0: Wedge I- arrives, <laughs> <laughs> and Mirax congratulates him on his promotion to general. She touches his chest a lot. Um, she ended up on home one because Akbar requested there be a party for them. Mtray contacted Mirax for supplies and she's there delivering them. They go home well, Corin and Mirax go home, and they make Whistler make the cake while they bang, which is super rude because Whistler doesn't even <laughs> eat cake.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, your summaries of the scene are so on point. <laughs> also the part where Corin assumed that Mirax was gonna do the cooking.
0: Right. It's yeah. Fine yeah um, they make their like slave droid do it
2: (laughs) yeah i hope i sure hope whistler likes cooking or else like i hope whistler offers to do it and it's like i love baking cakes and they're like cool you can do it instead of being like whistler make
0: some cake yeah make some cake will be bang
1: (laughs) and whistler's like (laughs) i can't enjoy cake or banging
0: Right. So oh. I will just make cake oh, whistler. for you. <laughs> oh, whistler. After Corrin was like, I'm too important to get you down from my ship.
2: Yeah. Seriously. Corrin There's... is not endearing himself to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's a lot of things going wrong right now. <laughs> so while Corrin has been off with the rogues, Mirax has been busy shuttling refugees from worlds devastated by Thrawn to safe places. Way to go, Mirax. Whenever she came back to their apartment on Coruscant, she improved it by redecorating or updating wardrobes.
1: Of course she did. This,
0: of course she did. This includes Mike a Stackpole. Beautiful... I wonder
1: what Merex's hobbies could be when she's not shuttling refugees. I know fashion and decorating.
0: Yeah. It's what all ladies <laughs> like, right? Right? Yeah. This update includes I mean, people
1: some ladies de- can't like that. But don't don't take us the wrong way here. <laughs>
0: Mirax bought herself a gown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I'll have that shovel now, please.
0: <laughs> yeah. Mirax bought herself a beautiful deep cut gown. Yeah. That well, Corin conformed, bought it
3: for her, for their to her slender
1: figure. Size yeah. slender.
0: And Corin was like, "But I sent you a message on her anniversary and she, you know, she was like, "I know, but this is something that I know you would buy for me if you were here, which I am one hundred percent sure it is not." But
2: yeah, yeah, he's like, "Sure, I would." Yeah, definitely. Not.
0: So this is definitely. I'm just saying, whoever wrote Iron Man, maybe one or two. I don't know. I don't remember that well. But they there's that scene where Pepper shows up at the fundraising gala, and she's in this beautiful dress with a very low cut, and. Tony Stark comments on it as they dance. And she's like, oh, you bought it for me for my birthday. So this I is... Was...
2: Oh, they right. stole this directly that. from them. Yeah. As I was reading this, I was like, I've seen
0: this somewhere. You have seen it. Yeah. In an Iron Man movie. One or two, not three.
1: <laughs> Boy, never Pretty thought sure I'd see the day we draw comparisons between Corrin anyway, Horn one. and Tony Stark. Oh, actually, they're the exact same person. surprise! <laughs> <We laughs> literally right. did that Tony Stark's an alcoholic. we read the
3: first set of chapters.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> yeah.
3: Right. Like, like, that was Civil literally War. in our first episode.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mio. So many throwbacks. Yeah.
3: Happy anniversary.
0: Great. Right. And they they do, they are just being the couple that they are, calling each other my beloved and things like that. And Corinne totally. promises that the next warlord that keeps them apart is just plain dick. We go to the party, the rogue party, and we unfortunately find out that Gavin has a goatee. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was really That's sad lie. news.
0: You're I was just, really upset. No, I yep. had blocked it out, yep. and now that I am reminded of it, I'm really mad.
1: Gavin <laughs> and has and the new bro
2: He keeps, like, no. whenever Gavin comes into a scene, he, like, brings up the fact he's going to goatee again. I'm like, why do you have to oh, remind God. me?
0: He's, that is Gavin, literally the show notes. Gavin
1: knows. is not old enough to have a goatee.
0: <laughs> In we'll get there I when I picture we him as being five. 12 years
1: old. Gavin <laughs> also went through puberty since the last book. Yeah. When we get to chapter
0: six. I have a thing about this. So. Oh,
2: exciting. Yes.
1: What um, happened to Bro-Jace? He met... Did he die?
0: No, he's back on Typhara, like ruling everything.
1: Oh, that's right. He's king of Typhara. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah he's king.
1: So Gavin is like the new Brojace of the squadron,
0: though. Uh, and we'll see. Gavin and Asir are still in love. Oral is still great. He learned how to joke. <laughs> And Rosati, we find out, has retired from the squadron to marry and start a family with Noara Venn.
1: Well, so much for my hopes of seeing more of her in this book.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I mean, they actually mentioned her name in this book. Yeah, at least he gave a reason why we're not going to hear from her. (laughs)
0: And they didn't say that she was stroking his braintails, so win-win. Uh, I mean, it's implied. Lose-lose, no, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I really, want, I really wanted more of central braintail stroking to be... I mean, quote-unquote,
1: start a family. It's pretty clear what they have to do to start their family.
0: Yes. Yeah, stroke. Yeah. stroke yeah. Nobody knows, knows to do anything. <laughs> Akbar's just like, are your eggs fertile yet? Like, nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> I really want, like...
2: An episode, I don't know why it's a TV show now, but an episode of this where it's just everyone not knowing how
0: other aliens <laughs> do yeah. things like that. <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love that. That would be great. Let's see. Corin notices a dude coming toward them, someone he recognizes as being a prisoner with him aboard the Lusankia. That is ISARD's Super Star Destroyer, remember. He asks, Corin asks him, WTF he's doing there? And the man says he has a message for Corrin, but can't seem to remember who he is. When Corrin reminds him he's Ulorset, Set, the man's body, like, breaks, spraying blood, bones cracking, and falls to the ground dead.
3: That escalated quickly, dot gif. <laughs>
0: that is unfortunate. Uh, Wedge comes over and asks Corrin what happened, and Corrin explains he was on Lusinki and had a message, and the way it was delivered. It could have only come from one person. Who Imagine is dead?
2: if, like, Imagine if Corinne had seen them and just see his name. I mean, actually we we haven't got to that yet, never mind. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get
0: there. I'll get Chapter there. Chapter five. Chapter five, Bay. Yeah. <laughs> All sorry, right. Spoilers. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for spoiling twenty minutes ahead. Let's let's skip over to the Citrus Galaxy.
1: Uh must we. That's
0: <laughs> Yes we Because we need to meet Prince Admiral Delac Crennel. What How a
2: what it? a title. Yep. Prince mm. and Admiral.
0: And he has First, the first and most important thing is that he has narrow <laughs> hips and waist. <laughs> because unlike Alston, Stackpole doesn't want to use the word slender to describe a man.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not masculine to yeah. do that.
0: Um, he also has a robot arm, so that's cool. Prince Admiral had wanted to kill Thron himself, had served under him in the Unknown Regions... And he thought Thrawn's respect for other subhuman species was his fatal flaw.
2: Ah, I see we're dealing with a racist here then. Space racist, it
0: looks like.
2: (laughs) What a surprise! (laughs) Prince Admiral from the Empire would be a space racist.
0: Thrawn had sent Prince Admiral back to the Core Worlds when he was probably a loser and Thrawn didn't want to work with him anymore. (laughs) Thankfully, by that time, the Emperor was dead and he was never punished. The Emperor's Royal Vizier, Saint-Pistage, all right, uh-huh. had taken control of Imperial Center. As Saint-Pistage's power diminished, he tried making a deal with the New Republic. Saint-Pistage pistage, <laughs> pistage, fled to the Citrus Hegemony, where Krennel was dispatched to take care of him. Since then, Prince Admiral Crenel has been in command of a series of planets and crowned himself prince admiral
2: okay i have a question here if you could crown yourself as whatever you want to make up your title why wouldn't you make it king admiral
1: (laughs) because the prince is way
2: more
0: romantic
2: yeah i would just go for like queen
0: fleet admiral right off the bat queen queen is better than prince princess right yeah because like princess has like the connotation of like being weak and like a damsel in distress but like a prince admiral well the prince is always the one who like does the rescuing and is the handsome one on a big horse probably Ugh,
2: <laughs> i hate heteronormativity yeah. it's a but bad word love too
0: horses.
2: So i love bad. horses though
0: <laughs> well i would probably not call myself prince admiral but if it makes him feel good about himself all right <laughs>
1: Okay, I have a joke, but I think it's too much of a stretch. No, do it. Where does Luke Skywalker take okay. his golden retriever when he's at work? Where? The last kennel.
2: <laughs> that is a bad stretch, but I love it.
0: <laughs> when Thrawn came back and declared himself ruler of the Empire. <laughs>
2: Thank you, May. Thank you.
0: He thought it prudent to send Thrawn resources, but never admitted that he was the Prince Admiral's superior. Prince Admiral has trouble opening the door to his office, and he has to manually override it, but when he enters the room, a wire garrote is up against his neck. He grabs it with his robot hand, which is apparently impervious to wire, and tears it away, hearing an applause from someone in the room. (laughs) Spoiler alert, it's Lady Gaga. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. I wish. (laughs) That would be so good. This book would be so much gayer. It'd be great.
2: Lady Gaga trying to like assassinate all the warlords.
0: I am just going to imagine I started as Lady Gaga. For now. Me too. Oh my god!
3: And that image of Lady Gaga diving into the Super Bowl last year. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I started like diving back into this whole thing. Yeah. Here I go. Well, back on my bullshit. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: true whatever it's season eight <laughs> yeah don't even mind <laughs> people As... people are still getting sensitive about swears and they just haven't been paying attention
0: i yeah. told you what if this is their first episode
1: they did not they make are... it this far if this was their <laughs> first <laughs> episode then they, they heard citrus hegemony the and they peaced <laughs> out
0: citrus hegemony decided to leave that's fair <laughs> it's like, As Prince Admiral turns the light on, he sees Lady Gaga, still the same, (laughs) except now with a cobweb of scars (laughs) beneath her right temple. (laughs) No doubt a gift from the rogues. Her staging was to make it clear to Prince Admiral that she could have killed him, could have taken over his rule, but it's not her intention. She just wants to to restore the glory of her master's empire.
1: I noticed that you are refusing to call him Kennel by by his last name.
0: (laughs) Colonel, because it sounds too much like Krennic.
1: Colonel. Also, I was thinking Krennic, who's a character whose name ends in null, It could be like their love child.
0: Oh no,
2: I can't think of anyone.
1: You know that Krennic's bastard child would crown himself Prince Admiral. Like that's definitely in the DNA. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, baby bear Krennel would definitely do that. There it is. So, I'm gonna have to Baby Bear Colonel reminds her joke. that the Empire is dead. That <laughs> I'm Imperial sorry, don't you mean, like, Prince
2: Admiral Baby Bear Colonel? <laughs> Baby Bear! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes! First book and we've already destroyed his name. Right, we, we got there. <laughs> so anyway, have- what are
1: Lady Gaga and Prince Admiral Baby Bear Colonel talking about?
2: <laughs> yeah, what are they talking about? Well...
1: In the Citrus yeah. Empire. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do we even know what's going on? You not. cannot leave us alone for this long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're still in chapter four, and these chapters are really short. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. All right. We All, got right. All
2: right.
0: Baby Bear Prince Admiral reminds her that the Emperor is dead, Imperial Center is taken, and now their best chance, Thrawn, has been defeated. <laughs> Isar tells him that the problem with Thrawn and other non-humans is that they don't realize the best way to get what they want is just to terrorize and murderize everybody. hmm Yep, that seems right. Yep. <laughs> the best part is that this this attitude is what makes Baby Bear Prince Admiral come around to her side because he's also super racist and generally awful. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yikes, this is not going to be a good power couple. <laughs> no. She offers to make Baby Bear Prince Admiral the new emperor, just like she did before, but he decided to go ahead and kill Sate Pastage instead of bringing him to her. She reveals that she knows what's going on inside the Provisional Council, and she knows that they're coming for him. But as the New Republic starts to address some of the terrible things the Empire has done, Lady Gaga points out that the people who will be most affected and discomforted will be humans, and that even the most good humans will not want to give up their own power, comfort, and lives for non-humans.
2: This is feeling a little bit too relatable to to the the real world. Yeah,
3: this got really (laughs) relevant really fast. Yep,
0: yep. (laughs) Yep.
2: It was a little bit distressing.
0: Yeah, like the book had to go down for a little bit after that part. (laughs) Yep. (sighs) So just saying, don't, <laughs> listeners, don't, don't prove Lady Gaga right, okay? Yeah, don't, don't be, <laughs> don't, don't be those Lady people. Gaga right.
3: This was not a bad
2: romance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a bad romance. Right
2: we want a good romance for our world. Right. Mm. Um, so she's
1: supportive she told- of people. Wait, born right. this way. The song born yes. this way. Yes. <laughs> Reference yes, about that. Go.
0: Good work. <laughs> In. Thank
1: you. Sorry, I have a terrible poker face.
0: Oh no! Oh,
1: that's good. Oh
3: uh, goddammit. it!
0: Okay, so she tells Baby Bird Prince Admiral to make the Citrus Hegemony human friendly, a refuge for any humans who feel like they're being abused by the New Republic. Oh, Ugh. I'm grossed out. I'm so grossed out. I'm so unhappy. He'll also make it like shown that all species are welcome and that everything will be merit based. Oh my god. As the new so Republic fun. comes for him, it will look like an affront to humans and show how much power aliens have. He can also make up enough lies to get him out of the murder of Sate pastage Baby Bear Prince Admiral is 100% on board with this plan, but he asks what Icehard wants in return. Obviously, she wants the destruction of the Rogue Squadron. She has sent them bait to, to confuse them and then lead them into a trap, and that she knows that she'll destroy them this time.
2: Will you?
1: So, mm. the same plot as all the other Rogue books.
0: <laughs> yeah. She's back on her bias. Yep. <laughs> she
1: sure is. Doing what she'd done best zero out of four times before. <laughs>
0: Okay, but fifth times the charm, dude. This
3: whole book That's is just like saying. a return home for everybody. Yeah. Everyone is just like back where they belong. <laughs> I love it.
0: Speaking of where people belong, Wedgecorn and Yellow in the morgue. <laughs> what? No, <yeah. laughs> is
3: it right. Oh.
0: Wait, we're we're all gonna
3: look back on this moment three books <laughs> from now when all three of those characters <laughs> die. So sad. And
1: we're you gonna say, look, Meg.
2: Meg. Maggie played us.
1: Literally, everyone Mirex ever cared about.
0: <laughs> yeah, all in one place. Oh, she's still got her dad. It's fine. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Maybe Booster's the one who murdered us. He'll be the it. reason for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he's the reason Corrin dies. Well, yeah. The droids have finished examining Ulor's body. Corrin feels the immense guilt, blames himself for not finding the prisoners from the Lusankia faster. Wedge tells him to SCFU that the rogues and the Republic Intelligence devoted everything they could to find them. Isard, though, did everything in her power to hide them from Korin because she knew how bad they wanted them. It's not his fault. Even if the device that murdered Ulor was only triggered when Korin said his name, he didn't put it there. He did not doom him.
2: Okay, so... Hang on, let me just figure out how I'm wearing this. So, like, okay, her plan was to erase Ulor's memory of his own self so that he'd be like, what's my name? And Koran would say his name, right? So he could yeah. say, I have a message for you, and then Koran would kill him. What if Koran just swam was like, hey, Ulor and killed him straight up because he <laughs> said his name when he saw him,
0: and so he didn't get the fact that it was a message or anything? What if he was just across the room,
2: what's
1: up,
0: it's Ullor, and just, like, <laughs> died by the punch? Yeah.
1: I mean, so if would... we know one thing, it's that Iceard's plans are flimsy at best.
0: <laughs> they <laughs> have know, not changed. If we know a second thing, it's that Corin will make take the most dramatic way possible out of all of it.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, one thing she can always rely on is that Corrin will assume <laughs> whatever is the most dramatic thing.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, they kind of go over the events of the last couple books <laughs> with the rogues. <laughs> And, but most importantly, I'm not going to go over it because you should all know it, but most importantly, they only refer to Kitten Lormat as a prisoner Iyella guarded, and it seems really disrespectful. <laughs> I didn't even catch that they did that. I just <laughs> thought they had mentioned him at all. Because, like, Wedge is thinking about, like, well, Iceheart does this, you know, she forces people to kill people that they care about, right, because of Derek's brainwashing, Yella was forced to kill him as he tried to assassinate kit and lormat and so in this context he was just some prisoner yellow guarded and not <laughs> the foe for like the first like two whole books mm. three books like three books even
2: i mean he definitely saw himself as that but i'm not sure the rogues entirely did corin did though corin yeah. did
0: yeah that's true so r.i.p kit and lormat <laughs> there was a small box attached to Ulor's nervous system containing a drug and a hemotoxic venom when a voice print matched the one recorded in the box, Corrin saying his name, it opened the vials, the drug increasing Ulers blood pressure and pumping the venom instantaneously throughout his body. I'm pretty sure bodies work like that.
2: Why don't people do that more often if that's so effective?
0: Like making a box and putting it in someone's
2: nervous system? No, I mean just the, just the mix of drug and venom
0: itself, not the whole other thing. Probably because it's pretty hard to get that much like really terrible venom.
2: Yeah. Maybe
0: not where you live, but... Yeah. I'm sure you can just buy it at, like, the grocery store in Australia, so...
2: You just find a snake in the <laughs> grass, it. and you you're good. You just
1: walk outside and look to the first animal you see, and then squeeze she it.
2: Is. Yep,
0: just that's it. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You watch, someone's gonna get, like, a wombat. <laughs> oh, no! Don't squeeze <laughs> the
2: wombat.
0: <laughs> you said any animal, Danny. <laughs> I did. Right. Right. <laughs> well, Corrin reasons that they got his voice, pr- voice print of Erlor's I can't wrong this whole time. Yeah, there's a R, R the there. Let's call him the
1: artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> oh my
0: gosh, there's another R. Erlor, um, that's even worse. Fine, if you um, call him Erlor name from his reports.
1: Erlor Gabor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh,
0: this is a struggle. Um, oh boy. <laughs> we're back. Corn reasons they got the voice print of Erlor's name from his reports he gave yes. to the New Republic. It makes sense. Erlor arrived at a practically secret party for the rogues, and they don't know all of Isard's or the Empire's secrets. So it's totally possible. Highly probable that there are spies inside the New Republic. Oh. What if this one is
1: <laughs> Again.
0: <laughs> we,
1: we've seen this story before.
0: It's heresy. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't put it past her at this point. Zombie ice herd, zombie heresy.
0: Right. And so Wedge, I totally forgot what happens, because the most important part of the next discussion is just that Iella calls Wedge General, and Wedge is like, oh, no, just call me Wedge. And he's like, oh, I hope that informality is all right with you. (laughs) What a nerd.
2: What a nerd. Nerd. The best nerd.
0: Corin decides to walk home. And Wedge offers his help to Iella and the investigation. They have to wait on reports of where components of the murder box was made. But before that, the first step of any good detective work is getting some grade A calf. And it's literally two pages of them being super awkward flirting. It's great.
2: Yep. It's so awkward.
0: So good. So pure. (laughs) Wedge is concerned. He knows that whoever did this is calling Rogue Squadron out and that anyone bold enough to do so is either someone who can or thinks they can defeat them or someone who just hates them so much they're willing to risk everything. Well, we know he's not wrong.
2: I know it's not obvious to them that it's not Isar, like that it's Isart because they think she's dead. But the other hand, I'm like, everything they say about this it's obviously I saw.
0: They didn't read the last four books. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Corrin ends up back at his apartment, beaten up. He tells Mirax he decided to walk home when he was jumped by a gang of teens. He wasn't paying I, attention. I really
3: want to read that as a fanfic.
1: <laughs> I, I when really he's jumped want by the teens? You heard of listeners.
0: Yes. <laughs> Corrin wasn't paying attention, feeling too sorry for himself. So they got on a good few punches before Corrin's head cleared, and he realized he was being a big baby. (laughs) The force then helped him out, and he was able to get...
2: I wish he'd realized that a while back.
0: Nah. The fact that he
1: realized it is is growth.
0: Before, like, he got even more beat up. Yeah. (laughs) Look at that. Good job, Corrin. Corrin a pilot. Corrin is now newly dedicated to finding the Lusankia prisoners. He got distracted with Thrawn, but now that that's over, he can fully focus. He comes to the same conclusion as Wedge did, that whoever did this wants the rogues to react with their hearts and not with their heads. No matter what, they'll be going into a trap. And that whoever is doing this isn't on their normal list of baddies. It's someone who was close to Isard, rightfully blames Rogue Squadron, especially Corin, for bringing down Isard's empire. So close, buddy. So close. <laughs> so You're so close. You're almost there one more step. Uh we go into a different apartment on Coruscant and for the love of everything that is good please stop pointing out Gavin's <laughs> goatee. Please stop. Please stop. I hate this so much. I hate it so much. Uh Gavin is drinking with a seer. Stoically of course. Great. And he mentions oh that-
1: Gavin gets a goatee and suddenly he's stoically drinking all the time.
0: Carillion <laughs> brandy,
2: right? How- Who drinks brandy below 20? Below like 30?
1: Gavin does. Well, he's got a goatee now. He's cool.
0: Well, technically, technically, Corin and Wedge do. But they're also like, I don't believe that they're under 30, but they are. <laughs> Old man Wedge. So, how. Erlora died, reminds Gavin of when they were helping people deal with the Kratos virus because everything is just blood and death.
2: That sounds like some PTSD coming in there. <laughs>
0: we then find out this very important fact that Gavin isn't even 20. <gasps> He's so young. He's like 19 and like three quarters or something. Such a baby! He's a baby with Such a goatee, a drinking brandy. Oh, that one would be into a good guy. Go oh, Gavin so has seen so
1: much in his little life. What? Also, he needs a chaperone.
0: Definitely, he should not be drinking.
1: He's way too young to be talking about having a family with a Bothan. Oh my
0: gosh! No oh, <laughs> oh, spoilers, Danny. <laughs> Gavin feels worn down, and Asir confides that she does too. He's surprised at that, but military training doesn't prepare you for the grind of war or afterward. They assume you'll be happy if you win or just dead if you lose. Which, this is also a really rough thing to read. Ooh. Mm-hmm. A seer asks if that makes Gavin want to quit the squadron, settle down, raise a family. Gavin replies that the squadron is his family and he knows that Wedge and Korn will make sure that it's the rogues who go after whoever killed Erlor. Gavin knows it's. Wow, well, that's definitely not correct sentence. <laughs> <yet. laughs> <laughs> Gavin knows it's the right thing for them to do <laughs> I wrote Gavin knows it's the right thing to do <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> there's, there's a difference in <laughs> <laughs> Gavin does add that the rest of it, the getting married having children part, is something he does want to do with a seer Gavin, she you're pauses, 19,
1: you have so much time she,
0: she pauses and Gavin's like, oh no I said something to like, dishonor her and <laughs>
1: <laughs> cuz she's Until a bothan.
0: She... Right. <laughs> I Until love that they're... little detail. He's, He's he like, even oh, says no.
1: like Gavin had started to learn that a seer even though she was one of the chill bothans still sometimes had bothan tendencies.
0: Right. <laughs> still could like murder me very quickly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> one of
3: the chill Bothans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the only chill bothan.
3: There there are very there few Craig, of them. No. Like, oh, uh,
0: do I? No. Uh,
3: Throwback Thursday.
0: Flashback Friday.
3: It's also Wednesday right now. <laughs> this is very oh, it's
0: Thursday here. <laughs> Way
3: back Wednesday.
0: A seer Retro does, like,
3: someday of okay, the week.
0: Listen, seer does <laughs> quietly admit that she wants to get married too, but there are a lot of things to consider, like Gavin being nineteen. Uh, they can't yes, have and
1: also the fact that their child would have hairy face, but human arms.
0: <laughs> no, they won't. Because we find out Bothans and humans cannot have biological children together.
1: This was a big reveal. Yeah, it really like, was. That I was very like, confusing Are there certain different species that can? Or is it just because they're different species? Or is it because they're so different, because they're so far apart from each other, that it just wouldn't work? I must know.
2: I assume it's because they're so far apart from each other. Because we know from the Clone Wars that Twi'leks and humans can have kids together. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. What? Oh, okay.
2: Yeah because there's some Twi'lek human kids in there, and they're weird-looking. Um, <laughs> wow. I mean... Wow.
1: <laughs> Would not have expected staff to be the casual space racist Whoa. on this podcast. <laughs> but but sure enough, is. there it is. Much less against Twi'leks. To be fair,
2: it's probably the just the art style of the Clone Wars. That's, it's not the best art style.
0: <laughs>
2: I think it's early seasons, too, so it's not great. But also, like, Bothans are, like, kind of like weird dog cats.
0: <laughs> White pits aren't they? I mean, like, like reptiles. Yeah, they, they are definitely more toward. They're they are not like very similar to humans, except for the fact that they, like, stand up on two legs. That's true. And probably have a thumbs.
1: Like, if there was a feral Bothan I would not would be anywhere near it.
0: Oh gosh, no! Oh no. <laughs> heaven!
1: They'd no. like rip me apart with politics,
0: and also probably <laughs> <with> claws. <laughs> Of course to this, Gavin just says that he's ready to adopt because there are so many kids out there who need good homes, and it's one of the small ways they can help the world heal after the Empire.
2: Okay, That is really cute, but also you are 19.
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're really really hitting the War Orphans theme in this first few chapters. (laughs) Yeah,
0: right? (laughs) Yeah. Asir says that if they adopt, she wants at least one Bothan child. Gavin gives a super easy Yes. Which, but a seer like, stops him.
1: <laughs> Gavin, have you met any Bothan besides Asir? seer? <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: A seer stops him, reminding him of the great pride Bothans take in their families. A seer has a certain amount of power that her family is actually pretty upset about because she hasn't given them children so they can't use those children like pawns in an effort to gain more power.
2: So does she want a Bothan child to like give to her parents to make them leave her alone or something? Probably it's probably. I don't entirely. Yeah, I don't entirely understand what
0: she's like trying to warn him about. Basically, what she's
1: telling him is that like your in-laws are going to be super overbearing about the Bothan child.
0: I yeah. What I think what I'm going to pleasantly think of Asir is that she's going to warn them that she does want to like bring a good up Bothan up in a good home, but that when she does so, this child will have to deal with a lot of crap from her family. And okay. that they will then, have to deal with a lot of crap from her family.
1: I mean, I think it's real. I think there's some very real examples. Well, I, I can think of like stuff in media, which, you know, maybe is or isn't real. But like if you think about like mixed race couples and yeah. not being one myself, I can't really speak to it. But like where the, the parents of a couple from one race really want their grandchild to like emulate their culture and their experience yes. and like yes. are super can be super overbearing about that. I think is kind of what is going on here.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. And Gavin, I don't think he completely understands what she's trying to say, but he insists that he's not going to get in the way of their child learning about being a Bothan and Bothan culture, but he wants to show their children a balance and that whether it's Bothan or human or Rodean or Ithorian, he wants them to know that different isn't bad.
1: Oh my God. I want Gavin to shave his goatee and then adopt an Ithorian.
0: Right? So good. Yes. Asir moved, wondering how she could have ever thought Gavin was a bigot and almost executed him when they first met. It's probably I mean, the is... goatee. <laughs> <laughs> when he is a straight white dude, so no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know her. Yeah, hashtag not all men, Asir. <laughs> when, when and if they do decide to adopt some little ones... Asir points out that one of them will have to leave the squadron because it's not fair to their kids to have both of their parents in constant, like, mortal peril.
2: I'm just going to say, as a kid who had a parent die when I was a kid, it's not entirely fair to have even one parent in constant (laughs) danger.
0: Like, maybe
2: retire and just step back from them. Both of them can do
0: that. Yeah. Gavin says that's something they can decide down the road, but it's a sacrifice he is willing to make. Oh God! One of them is going to die.
1: I get so nervous when Gavin and sacrifices in the same sentence.
0: <laughs> yep, yep. I don't like it.
1: Yeah,
3: this whole scene made me think, "Wow, they're spending an odd amount of time on, on this relationship here." I I have some bad feelings about what that means for that oh, no. relationship what if they moving a forward.
2: Bothan, a bothan kid, and then a seer dies, and then <laughs> Kevin has to do it all himself.
3: Or what if they never get to adopt kids because one of them dies? No. Or what if both of them die?
1: Okay, all right. No.
0: <laughs> what about Raithoween? <laughs> yeah, that's much happier.
1: Yeah, remember Tober?
0: Yes. Uh,
3: yeah, Bothan Tober.
0: Discussion question Tober. <laughs> all
3: right, let's do this. Just Interspecies intercourse Tober. Oh, <laughs> dear. Gavin Tober. Last week we asked you, what would your favorite Rogue or Wraith dress up as for Wraithoween, Holorogue, Rogetober, Hollowedge, Tychoeen, whatever you want to call it? And we still have to answer this, right? Yes, we did not give our our things. My answer is that Tycho would go as Sexy Tycho, which means he doesn't have to wear a costume at all.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or anything at all. Am I right? Exactly. (laughs)
2: You're right.
0: Great.
1: Um, Great. Mine is that Riv and Hojas would go in a a couple's costume where Riv is dressed up as a horse and Hojas is dressed up as a wolf.
0: Oh, that's so (laughs) cute! Okay, yep. That's amazing. Okay, well, I would have Wedge dress up as... Craig, the fit dad from Dream Daddy. Oh god! <laughs> Obviously, I had—I don't Obviously. know how, but I had
2: a feeling <laughs> that you were gonna bring up Craig today at some point. I could
0: feel it for some reason.
1: It's Your cool, Craig it's Dar was going.
0: Yeah, it was going on. And that he like he wouldn't know it, but some of the other rogues and wraiths would dress up as the other dads and surprise him with it. Oh, that's cute. That is cute.
2: Um, okay, so I think that Ineri would dress up as a necromancer, and Lu Jane would be there as a zombie. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> it's a cute sister oh cosplay. It I is love a cute that costume.
3: I love that zombie Lu Jane has become a recurring character <laughs> on Rosebudren. I'm
2: gonna let her die as long as I live. I mean, she
0: she she's a recurring I character in the books. So does Lu <laughs> <laughs>
3: Is that everybody? That's everybody. Okay. There's okay. only four of us. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> and Zombie Jane. <Lujain. laughs> and Zombie. Lujain. I was I was waiting
3: for Zombie Lou Jane to reply. <laughs> I guess <laughs> she doesn't have that. an yet. She doesn't have an answer this week, so we'll move on to she did, She responses. said pork. I don't know. <laughs> I
1: don't porg. know who, but she said pork. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> Obviously, Inuyi would dress up as a pork because Inuyi will always be her favorite.
3: Obviously. Obviously. Hassan said, I would dress up as Lieutenant Ketch, of course. Wiz will dress up as
1: Lieutenant Ketch. Therefore, by the transitive property think... of listener responses, <laughs> Hassan is Wiz.
3: I, <laughs> it
2: makes so much sense.
1: I think what happened here was
3: Hassan misunderstood the question at first. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh.
3: And thought we were asking what Wraith the Rogue would you dress up as?
2: I think, no, I think Hassan just slipped up and revealed that He's he is with.
3: Whiz. Okay. Exactly,
2: but yeah. Yeah,
3: that also works. <laughs> Nancy said the rogues and race all dress up as Slenderman.
0: Why? <laughs> Why? Nancy, <laughs> that's nightmares. This terrifying. Oh, but it's
3: so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: Imagine walking on that party. Jesus. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I would turn around and leave. Tom <laughs> <laughs> oh, the fanboy said. <laughs> I, I
3: right, really saw hit
0: It and me lost.
3: Don't read ahead
0: don't
3: Spoilers Wow we have been Spoilery tonight for
0: spoilers
3: tonight. <laughs> Tom the fanboy said Runt would wear a costume That makes it look like He's riding a human cowboy <laughs> With his legs As the human's legs <laughs> oh Either that Or Runt would dress up As his favorite Takwashi athlete Secretariat Is that <laughs> a reference
0: of some kind.
3: oh yeah okay I'm, so mad. <laughs> oh, I'm not mad at all that's amazing I love
0: this so much
3: <laughs> Ian Miller said my favorite rogue Tycho would go dressed as a snowflake for winter oh, oh. oh no <laughs> oh, I'm dead
1: <laughs> also because he's a raging liberal
3: <laughs> oh. Ian also said, my favorite Wraith, Gara Kearney, would go as a blaster rifle for men. Aww.
0: Oh, jeez, he's going to oil it's that slightly up. Slightly less
1: romantic. <laughs> <laughs> slightly
0: less. Not for men. <laughs> no, he would love
2: that, yeah. I, you know.
3: <laughs> Jay said, my favorite Rogue so far, Baron Fell, would go to Halloween dressed as Tetron Cowl.
2: So
0: rude. All- <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> also, he'd tell Wedge about his sister. Uh, Brian said, all I know is Wiz would definitely dress up as a sexy Ewok.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: So So just a regular Ewok.
0: (laughs) There is no such thing.
3: (laughs) Mika said, Lara would dress up as some redhead called Mara. See, Lara Gara. (laughs) And totally overdo it by inventing an expansive background about how being Hand of the Emperor, and Chasing Jedi. <laughs> then she'd accidentally get confused and merge into this new identity, forever instilled with oh burning goodness. hatred for Luke Skywalker, Hero of the New Republic.
0: Did he oh just god. create an alternative timeline for Mara Jade? <laughs> so. He I definitely did. Oh my in god. W-
3: in which Mara Jade doesn't actually exist. It's just <laughs> just, it's just Gara else.
2: Petithel. Yeah. Oh my god. She's just really confused. <laughs> Maybe there's yeah, two
1: so- Mara Jades.
0: Because bro, because bro, Min Bronos never showed up on Corellia.
2: Ah, I see.
0: She had no choice but to that's go it. crawling back to the. You empire, must kill Luke Skywalker. Wow, that's rough.
3: <laughs> ben with a Y said. Fan, <laughs> <Ben, laughs> oh, we missed you, Ben. Fanon dresses up as RoboCop for Ratha Ween <laughs> because a, obviously, b. You know he'd love to shoot some guy in the eggplant emoji.
0: Um, I can't take RoboCop seriously because of a fanfic where it's Batman and RoboCop getting really romantic. Um,
2: it, I feel like you've mentioned that fanfic. I sure have. Before. <laughs> it's a doozy.
0: All right. <laughs> in this case, obviously, Face would dress up as Batman. But... Obviously. Cole
3: said Jansen is the TIE fighter with a miniature wedge piloting who has an even more miniature stuff catch strapped on. <laughs> pew
0: pew pew pew, <laughs> pew, pew, <laughs> pew, 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 pew 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 That's too cute.
3: Ketch22 oh my gosh. one of our newer name. followers <laughs> said and I will No sap needs to read this. Okay, go ahead. Oh L so. no.
0: Sap needs to read
2: this. For Spooked Over, Ketch wear a black flight suit strip large wedge to test. Oh my god! <laughs> Baron fell think Ketch is wedge. <laughs> entry borrows Squeaky's human mask. It's a fake mustache and name patch that says Milo and Arbash. It what? enables scratching protocol. This goes well until Ketch slash wedge gets mad at Mtray slash Milo upon figuring out the snack he gave him was chocolate covered flight suit fabric. Oh
0: my god!
2: <laughs> it's so
3: Interpreter's note. Tweets signed by K-2-2 come directly from the Ewok. Those with correct basic grammar have been translated.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
3: Thank you for that note.
0: Oh, oh God.
2: Oh, am I going to have to do this every time? <laughs> correct. Yes.
3: So, catch, please keep submitting responses, because this is amazing. <laughs>
0: oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. And
3: finally, Eleanor said... Wiz would dress up as Wedge, complete with stuffed toy catch.
2: Oh
0: my gosh. I love how many
2: of these are just was <laughs> making fun of Wedge and Ketch.
0: <laughs> I love how many times Ketch was mentioned for a costume. <laughs> Never stop. Don't change. Hmm. It's good.
2: Um I definitely want to nominate Tom the fanboy for
0: a Oh my god. I can't believe Secretariat. Secretariat. <laughs> it's so good.
3: Secretariat was really thoughtful and amazing.
0: Also, just the
2: human cowboys are so funny. <laughs> yeah,
3: I want to nominate Catch Twenty Two for Glistening Bodhi just for the like swap of Catch and Wedge. Of like, right. Catch yeah. is wearing a small wedge, and he's like, "Well, obviously now he'll think that I'm yeah,
0: Wedge." It's really also funny. for bringing up Squeaky's human skin mask. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. Any other nominations?
2: I want to give a slightly
0: smaller one to Jay just because it's mean. <laughs>
3: yeah. It is mean.
0: So rude, and Mika for coming up with a origin story for Mara Jade I've never heard before. Origin
3: story for Mara, it's really good.
0: Like if you if you haven't read the EU, you're not gonna know that's not true.
3: Yeah,
0: (laughs) it sounds like it could be true. It sounds like it could be true from what we know of from what we know of Like very could be accurate
2: if you've only read these books. Do we have a question this week?
0: Uh, Theoretically, we should.
3: <laughs> um. Anyone have a good one?
1: Uh, Cause something about like if you were gonna name yourself with any title in the world, <laughs> what title uh, would you give yeah, yourself? Or if you were a ruler of a planet in the citrus,
0: in honor, hegemony, in honor, what title? In honor would you of give yourself? Baby Bear, of Prince Admiral Baby Bear, what planet of the citrus hegemony would you rule over, and what would your title be? There you go. Yes. Oh my God yes pick a planet
3: in the citrus hegemony and give yourself a title
0: i like Ooh, that i like this a lot i need to think about mine yeah i really want to think about my title <laughs> i need to look through a complete list of citrus fruits yeah i
3: feel, I feel i've like, already
2: picked mine Feel like I'm <laughs>
1: I so i need to think more
2: yes great all right listeners well, i would be the up. ruler
1: of the snow cone planet
2: that's
0: not a citrus fruit oh
2: sorry at least be like a lemon flavored
0: snow cone (laughs) it's it's like it's like pluto where it used to be part of the hegemony (laughs) and now it's just like it's kind of a moon it It doesn't really it's the orbits off it's not
2: (laughs) (laughs) well now you know danny's answer (laughs) hit us up listeners on twitter with your answers to this question we are at Rogue Podrin there. Find us at our website, RoguePodron.tumblr.com. Email us, RoguePodron at gmail.com. And subscribe via the Rogue Podron feed on iTunes or the Far, Far Away Radio feed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeedBurner, or Google Play if you feel like listening to the other podcasts, I guess. Wow. I mean,
0: <laughs>
2: maybe you just want to listen to us. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. But Meg also, is also leave, on the Far,
0: Far Radio main show. Yeah.
2: Go listen to me as well, and also leave us a nice review on our feed and get, rate us because we love you and we want those stars. We
0: want to. We live. We live on those.
2: Yeah. We need them to live. It's sustenance.
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you for staying with us through this very weird, very spoilery episode. We're it's back.
3: So we are so back. <laughs>
0: Chewie, we're, we're home.
3: Chewie, we're home. Chewie,
0: were home. Chewy, Chewy, Chewy you're drunk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so next <laughs> and next time join us for x-wing ice revenge chapters 7 through 12
1: what if i don't
0: danny you, you have, have to, to you're on the show record danny yeah. you record
1: on. it if you don't show up nothing happened
0: danny have you been recording this whole time
1: i sure hope so <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
3: you too. didn't do a sound
0: check like you usually we cannot
1: replicate confused. this episode so There's no
0: way i, I hope <laughs> well with that, this Pew pew, is pew, rogue, pew, 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 pew signing off. Pash out. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, pew,
2: pew. Pew, pew, <laughs> pew, pew,
0: <laughs> pew. Rogue leader signing off.
1: Rogue six signing off.
0: Rogue seven signing off.
3: Rogue three signing off.
0: What a mess!
3: Oh my god! Oh,
2: my mess. favorite mess. My favorite
3: mess. <laughs> Such a good mess.
2: Yes. Yeah. We really How are not. the Yankees
0: doing?
3: They are winning three to two in Thanks. the middle of the sixth inning.
0: Oh, not is that bad. It?
3: Yep. I'm feeling a little stressed.
0: It's not a big enough lead. No, oh, okay.
3: Not. It was three nothing two innings ago. Mm. Which is mm. why I'm feeling stressed because now it's three two, which is not
2: great. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's okay, they got this. I hope so. They do. Don't worry about it. F- and the Yankees. Mm,
3: I don't think I should. <laughs> I don't think I should. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's fair. That has let me down before. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's also fair. I don't know enough about sports, so, I mean, sports that aren't rugby, I guess.
0: Great. Cool. I'm going to go, because none of the lights are on in my apartment, and it's really dark. Oh yeah, good
2: plan. I should probably go organize
0: meeting on dark night. Go turn your lights on. I don't need it when <laughs> I get home from work.
3: Meg. Meg's like, I'm I'm in the darkness. I <laughs> don't know just, what to do. <laughs> <laughs> turn on your just, lights.
0: I, was, Meg. I can't reach it from the desk. <laughs> <laughs> I was just hoping, so like, turn them on in advance another... of
3: starting the show, Meg. <laughs>
0: I don't need them all (laughs) when
3: we start. I'm like, well, I I guess I'm going to bed. It's dark, so. (laughs) 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 Nothing else I can do.
0: (laughs) No, still
2: can eat dinner. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, go eat dinner. That's a good idea. No, it's dark. turn the lights on and eat dinner.
1: Okay. (laughs) You don't have to turn the lights on if you don't want to. (laughs) No, you can can eat dinner in the dark.
0: It's really dark, you guys. I don't think you understand. (laughs) It's like walking into a party with like 24 people dressed as Slender Man. <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> oh, that's too dark. That is too it's, dark. It's dark.
3: Jenny, you're still <laughs> recording, right? Yeah. Uh.
0: Okay.
3: Good. Good. Good.
0: Phew. Oh, that's a good fan. All right. All right. Goodbye. Okay. 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 Love y'all. Goodbye. God have
1: mercy.